And we're back on the latest episode of the Motor Millennials podcast. This week, we have special guests. Oh, wait, it's just Zach and Anthony this week. Anthony, how are we doing today? Doing awesome, man. Ready, ramping up and getting ready for the 2022 season ahead. I know, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's almost, the, I guess I'll say it's almost the middle of, of February. So, like, we're getting there. You know, March is like when it's really becoming a, a thing, warm weather and whatnot. So, you know, we're, we're getting there. So, we're, it's exciting stuff. And um, before we start talking about more exciting stuff, you know, we always like to recap kind of some of our recent episodes and things we've been doing lately. Um, so, recently, we've had a slew of phenomenal guests that I know in my lifetime, I never thought I would ever have a chance to have like a serious conversation with before. So, you know, starting off with Amanda Music at the beginning of the year, our first episode of 2022, awesome person. Um, definitely be sure to tune into that one and also to to check her podcast out, the uh, Women Shifting Gears podcast that she hosts. We had Tony Schumacher. I mean, I know, Anthony, that's one of your idols growing up, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, I feel like we made friends out of with all these, you know, guys and girls. <laughs> It's just amazing when you talk to certain people who you put on a pedestal as a younger kid, you know, growing up, then you get to talk to them and they're so down to earth and just great people. And, uh, you know, after Tony, you know, we had Antron Brown, which was really cool. We talked to him live from his shop in, uh, in Indianapolis on a Sunday. So that was pretty cool, you know, seeing him put the work in and meeting his dog right before we joined. So that was nice. <laughs> and uh, our most recent one from last week, all the way from Finland, Ida Zetterstrom joined us, uh, you know, a six second super street bike champion over in Scandinavia and is in Europe and uh, recently getting her top fuel dragster license. And I don't know, you know, it was cool. We're, we're connecting with people from all over the world. So it's, it's really been a lot of cool stuff lately. Yeah. And the thing is also you, you uh, anyone listening to the podcast, you can also go back and watch any of those episodes on YouTube. So um, the full interviews are up there so you can not only listen with your ears, but you can watch with your eyes now too. So definitely go there and check it out or you can download it wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't have said it better. And, you know, we're, we're in the works of getting some other guests to come on. So definitely, you know, be sure to stay tuned for more information on that. And speaking of guests next week, Eric Paterka is going to be joining us again. He joined us back when we initially started this uh, Motor Millennials adventure and we're going to be talking about practicing with a purpose and how to kind of stay sharp and stay uh, stay on your game in the off season on the, uh, the racing off season. You know, from practicing tree and whatever else, we're going to get into it. It's going to be really good stuff. Tell you what, Zach, I've been I've been practicing the uh, the tree on my phone with the uh, Jags app, and I'm cutting some damn good lights, man. You better watch out. I'm coming for you. Oh, wow. I think that just, that's a challenge calling out here. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, uh, but yeah, definitely be sure to tune in. We really enjoy having Eric on and uh, he brings a lot of great insight to the table. So be sure to check that out. And uh, speaking of checking things out, we are less than two weeks away from the 2022 NHRA Camping World drag racing season, which brings us into today's episode. We're going to be making some predictions there, Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. I think, we're, I mean, it's, this is going to be, I think, out of all of the seasons that I can remember, this is, there's so much hype built around this season, this upcoming season. I think rightfully so. I mean, we're going to go through all the top fuel, funny car, and pro stock classes and some of the changes that happened during the off season. It's just, there are so many great competitors in the fields this year. It's going to be 
wild to, to watch and witness. Yeah. And I think after talking to, you know, Amanda, Tony, Antron and, and Ida and hearing her input too on NHRA this season, it really, it's really like there's like a revival going on right now with all these new teams forming across the major category, major classes. And it's just, I don't know. There's a lot of competition in the air. I feel like there's not as much, you know, super or power teams forming. Like and that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, that's a good thing because right. Like competition um, is always good. Right. And it's going to ultimately it's going to allow these teams to grow bigger and hopefully the fields and classes to get bigger. And ultimately that's going to attract more people to the sport. And I mean, now with Tony Stewart in the NHRA and there's, there's a lot going on and I think uh, we couldn't be happier with the purpose of this podcast is trying to reach the younger generation and, and just expand our, our passion for the sport. So right on. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, like I said, this week, our topic is we're going to be making some predictions. So let's see what class you want to start out with Lucha. You know, we're not, we're, we'll do a disclaimer. We're not too into, into the weeds on pro stock motorcycle. So sorry for the motorcycle fans out there, but we're going to be talking top fuel, funny car and pro stock. I guess let's start with top fuel, right? I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of changes that happened during the off season. Uh, I think there's a lot of great competitors, but I'm going to, I'm going to start off with my number one pick who has a really good shot at the championship this year. And he was a previous guest on, on the motor millennials podcast. And that, that is the 2020 rookie of the year, Justin Ashley. So Justin is known for his great reaction times deadly on the starting line. Um, and he finished fourth in 2021 in the point. So I think he has a really good shot um, this year um, and now has a new crew chief, uh, Tommy DeLago, joined, joined him uh, during the offseason. And he is now also partnered with AB, which is Antron Brown Motorsports, for research and development. And they have a marketing alliance as well. And his new sponsor, Phillips Connect, um, I think, you know, the, the car looks sharp. And I know we know last year it was running sharp too. So I think he has a really good chance to uh, be another top contender for the championship in 2022. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, a big thing with racing and whether it's bracket racing or, you know, heads up racing is consistency. And I, I feel like Justin and his team were super consistent last year. They weren't, they didn't consistently lose first round a bunch of times. Like they were consistently in the mix. I, I feel like, you know, for most weekends and, that's what puts you in the position to potentially win a championship. And I think he's, you know, they're still a young team, obviously, but I think that they're surrounding themselves with the right people. And that's what it takes. I mean, just from hearing us, just from, from talking to Antron and talking to Tony as of you know, recently team is a big thing when it comes to, to drag racing. And it's, they definitely seem to be setting themselves up with the contending team, even, even more so. Oh yeah. 100%. And what you were saying, Zach, I mean, he, you see him in, lots of semifinals and final rounds now. So when you start seeing someone appear a lot more in those later rounds in the race, then you know, mm. what's, what's going to eventually come. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like we talked about before, it's like, once you get there one time, you know what it takes to get there again. So your confidence just keeps going higher and higher. Yeah. And it, then the results, the big time results will come. Speaking of big time results, my prediction for top fuel is the eight time amateur champion, 
Tony Schumacher. And no, I'm not just kissing up to him because we had him on here a couple of weeks ago. I really do believe, you know, think about it. That guy sat on the on the bench on the sidelines for a couple of years, watching everyone else have fun and, and turn wind lights on. And you know, that, we, we heard it right from his mouth. You know, he's chomping at the bit to get back. He's competitive. And I think him having to go out and earn these sponsorships, you know, and kind of put his business hat on instead of just his driving, his driver, his helmet on, you know, pun intended. I think, I think he's got a whole nother level of focus and not appreciation because he's always appreciated, obviously, but I think he's got a whole next level of focus, which I've never thought he could have because he was always the Sarge and super focused. But I don't know, I, you know, and bringing Todd Okahara now to his as his crew chief, and like we've touched on on that episode, they worked together for many years. And now they're actually like working directly together. And now DSR has one car solely to focus on, so they could put all their efforts and energy into one car instead of you know five or six. So I think a combination of that with Tony Schumacher now in place, I think it's going to be pretty pretty tough. Yeah, and you you hear a lot of the competition say like, Oh, Tony Schumacher is coming back this year. So it's going to be a tough year. And like, obviously, yeah, he's, he, he is the a game, right? He doesn't, of course he always brings his a game, but he is the a game. So, uh, I mean, so he, he's going to, uh, he's definitely going to succeed. And I think that's a great point. What you said, Zach, uh, that he was working on the sponsorships and the deals where, for all those years, he had the army. Now he's like probably even hungrier because he's really in all facets of the business. So yeah. I think Tony's going to, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's crazy. It's, yeah. He's going to do really well. Absolutely. I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the slew of competitors that are going to be chasing yeah. our, our top you know picks. Steve Torrance, I mean, he's won four in a row. So how can we not mention him as, as a contender? Brittany Force, obviously, you know, and she finished second last year. Um, Antron Brown, Leah Pruitt, Clay Milken. And I mean, I think a dark horse kind of, he finished 10th last season, Doug Coletta. Yeah. Alan Johnson just went over to his team. Exactly. So oh. I think I'm more excited as a 30 year old man for top fuel this year than I was as a 10 year old kid. Now tell me what's wrong with that. But uh, it's exciting. Top fuel will be fun. <laughs> Nothing's wrong with that. No, it's, I mean, that that class, I think out of any class, I think even competitors in the other classes are probably going to be watching the top fuel fuel mm-hmm. rounds and because it's just, it's going to be unbelievable. I mean, you have some of the, the best racers in the business in mm-hmm. really good cars with great crew chiefs and great teams and good sponsors. It's going to, it's going to be something special. Yeah, it'll come down to the wire, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so Which typically what comes down to the wire is the funny car class. Absolutely. Couldn't so, say I mean, we have some great competitors in funny car this year, too. I'm going to do my pick. Finish second in the points in 2021. That is the driver of the Dodge SRT Power Brokers funny car, Matt Hagen. So... He's always kind of been, he's always hungry, I feel like, you know, and, and I think the other thing is um, he always seems like he's ready. You know, he's, he's attentive, attentive and he's really just hungry for a, a round win for, for, you know, a race win for a, a championship. And um, 
he stays in great shape during the on and off season. So I think, you know, Matt, at least in my, my eyes, Matt is one of those guys who kind of has all his ducks in a row and ultimately that's going to help you win rounds. (laughs) So, yeah. Surprise, surprise. My pick just like yours, Anthony is going to be Matt Hagan as well. Um, for everything, everything that you had mentioned. And also, I think one thing that's important to note is obviously he's a part of Tony Stewart Racing now, but Dickie Venables, who was his crew chief while at Don Schumacher Racing for two of his three championships, is coming over. So he has great camaraderie with, with his crew already for this coming season. Yes, under a new flag of Tony Stewart Racing, but same crew chief, same crew members for the most part. I mean, and they're also... They're also leveraging some of Don Schumacher Racing's um, equipment that they had acquired from him and, and whatnot. So I think this transition for Matt is going to be pretty pretty seamless. Wouldn't would you agree? Yeah, I mean, especially working with Tony Stewart now, and I think they're very. I mean, I think Matt said something in one of his interviews where he, um, I'm sure he still has fun at the track, but I think he was alluding to where you know I, I've had a lot of. I'm not out here just to have fun winning rounds. I'm out here to really kind of like, you know, um, not just to have fun, but like I'm out here to, you know, win, win for my sponsors and conduct business, you know? So I think he's very um, kind of like what we were saying about Tony, very uh, hungry and aggressive for, you know, for each round win. And especially with Tony, with uh, Tony Stewart now, I think they're, they're probably, they pro- I could see those guys seeing eye to eye on a lot of things. Yeah. They seem to have that alpha mindset, which is what you really need to have if you want to yeah. be good, especially in, a, in, a, in motorsports. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and again, speaking of, you know, other competitors that are going to be, be close. I mean, how, you know, Ron Caps is obviously branching out, doing mostly his own thing this coming, this coming year, but he's the defending champion. He fought Hagen, Matt Hagen off at the last race of the year last season. So, um, he's always there, obviously. Bob Tasca, Cruz Pedrion, and I mean, how could we forget John Force and Robert Height? <laughs> so, yeah, you know. John Force finished uh, fifth in the points in 2021. I mean, you know, I, I think it's just incredible that. I mean, I think he's always. You can never count John out. Like you know, he'll he'll come out of nowhere and we've seen how he he's recovered in the past from whether that's an accident. Um, like, like he said before, he's been around the world on fire, but <laughs> yeah. um, it, you can never count him out. He's going to be a serious contender in 2022 as well. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's always there. And I, it's, it's funny. Speaking of John Forrest, I saw a meme on social media the other day. It was about Tom Brady. Like, Oh, he's won seven or eight Super Bowls. It's like, that's cute. John Forrest has won 16 NHRA championships. <laughs> so so absolutely can't, can't count him out for his experiences. And that team is always a force to be reckoned with. Again, pun intended, I guess, what's going on tonight. But um, let's move into some pro, pro stock. Let's go into some – we're banging some gears. Who you got for pro stock? I'm going to go with Greg Anderson. He was number one in 2021, and I think he's going to be number one again in 2022. So the five-time champ. Uh, this would, and when he gets his next event, win, it'll be his hundredth career win. So I think Greg is just always one of those guys and on, on the racetrack who, uh, again, just has his stuff together. And he, he, you know, he, he knows how to, he's been at, in, in I mean, think about that a hundred event wins, like, you know, 
what you're doing when you pull up to the starting line. And it's again, we've talked about it's a common theme on that we talk about on this podcast, seat time and and you know, putting in the work. Um, that's something that Greg does, and I think he's definitely gonna be um right there at the top um in the pro stock class in 2022. How about you, Zach? What do you think? You who do you have? Yeah, you know, I really want to say Eric Enders, I really do, but mm-hmm. I'm going to go with a little bit of a dark horse pick. Obviously, Erica <laughs> will be a contender, no doubt. I'm going to, we're going to stay in the KB racing family and I'm going to take Kyle Koretsky. I know, oh. I know, I know, I know. Well, you know, his rookie season two years ago, he finished 11th. Last year, he jumped up to fourth. Um, I think his highest position he was at at one point was third, but he got his first career event win last season. He went to numerous final rounds and towards the end of last year, that team and Kyle, they were hitting their strides where, you know, consistently going rounds, always in the mix late in the year, they really got their groove. And I really think they're going to carry that over into this coming season. I really do. I know it might be a stretch to say he's going to win the championship, but I don't care. Cause I think he might, I think he very well could. And, uh, you know, even last season I did see him. He's a local guy to us in the Pennsylvania region. Um, you know, he, uh, he's been, he's been running some big money bracket racing. He's staying sharp, which not to compare drag racing to NASCAR and circle track stuff, for example, but you see guys over in the NASCAR going back to their roots and racing, racing dirt track in between races or in the off season. And they're coming over and they're coming back to the, to the pro ranks and winning. And I think, you know, I think Kyle could do the same thing. Cause it's like we've talked about seat time and experience is what wins the championships and puts the wind lights on. I think he's taking it to the next level. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm picking Kyle kid chaos. Yeah. Kid chaos. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Great pick sack. And I think all of these classes that we just talked about, I mean, it's going to just be a great 2022 NHRA season. Um, I'm excited to get to the track. I don't know about you, Zach. I mean, but let's, let's get this party started. I know it's uh, a lot of the local tracks have released their schedules officially now. So we're not far away. We're not far away at all. And uh, the light's at the end of the tunnel. I saw somewhere on social media today that uh, I think in 32 days from today, the sun will set at like seven o'clock at night. That'll be. That is such. How many days? Like 32 days, I think. All right. I'm going to start a countdown on my phone. Do it. There is (laughs) light at the end of the tunnel, literally. Yeah. And I mean, there's there's nothing like. spending a whole day at the racetrack and even, you know, finishing the day with, uh, under, under the lights at the racetrack. So, you know, we just need that warm weather to move in and we'll be ready to rock and roll. But yeah. So for everyone listening, uh, let us know what your picks are for top fuel, funny car pro stock, and even the bike classes, um, leave a comment on any of our social media. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Motor and Millennials. Like I said earlier in the podcast, you can also subscribe to us on YouTube at Motor and Millennials. And we have our previous four episodes with some incredible guests. Uh, Those episodes and interviews are up there for you to watch. And if you want to get any Motor and Millennial apparel for yourself, go to motorandmillennials.com. And as always, we'll catch you next week. Keep on motoring. Hit it.